I've noticed the most guys that hit on me or talk to me or are interested in interested in mm. me are between 26 <laughs> yep. to 31. Yep. Same. And it scares the balls out of me <laughs> because of the maturity factor. Because 9.5 times out of 10, they don't want the same thing I want. They aren't ready for an emotionally mature mature and responsible relationship. Richer. Because a lot of them are emotionally mature. And yeah. they don't they don't know again, they don't know exactly what they want. I know what I want. I know what I want in a relationship, in a person, in in an in an outcome. That men are not internally asking the question, why isn't she in the mood? Because it's actually really fucking simple. Mm. Have you made her feel loved at all? Have you made her feel like she's your wife or important to you? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not even hard to figure out. Here's the thing is like, they, I feel like sometimes they take it so personally too. They like, yeah. what do you mean? What do I, I got to like perform and put on acts for her to get turned on? No, you just got to love her, man. Yo, it's Tiff, your host of Big T Energy. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are going to love today's episode as I brought on one of my really good friends, Chelsea Christensen. She is the photographer to the stars, literally BFFs with little John. And her and I sat down in Las Vegas during SHOT Show and we talked all the shit. Guarantee if you love Angie and her candidness, you're absolutely going to adore Chelsea because she's just as brutally honest and she does not hold back. And we talked about a whole array of topics you do not want to miss out on. But before that, if you can head on over to iTunes really quickly and rate and review the podcast at five stars, it does us a huge favor and it keeps the podcast moving. So let's go ahead and jump into this awesome episode with Chelsea. And if you want to find Chelsea later on after the episode, you can find her on Instagram at Chelsea.Christensen and see all her amazing photography there. The minute that my brain starts going and my body starts going, fucking cut the cord. Yes, I'm done. I don't... Yeah. Would you hire someone to smother you with a pillow? Or like kill you? Yes. How Honestly, you- I so I have a strong feeling that if I ever get married again, they're going to die before me. I'm probably going to stress them out. So, <laughs> Same. so I can't rely on that. So I'm definitely going to just hire a hitman and I'm just going to be like, or I'm going to take up extreme sports or something. Like I think skydiving at mm. 70 would be. You know what? Tight. <laughs> and then you just forget to pull your cord. I'm going to do that. You know? That would that be the way I go out. 100%. They're going to be like, what the fuck? She didn't try. Yeah, you're right, bud. <laughs> so I was ready. People are going to be like, dude, that, that chick has thousands of jumps. Yeah. And she. She didn't pull she her didn't cord. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. I know. That grandma went face first into the ground and she didn't feel shit. <laughs> Deep. She's, that'd be a way to go. Yeah, I don't want to live super old, to be honest. Okay. So we are maybe quarter... So we are, what, you said midlife crisis? This is almost my midlife. Yeah. So you think 70. We're 35. I know. I think 75 is around the age where I'm like, I don't know about anymore. Because like, I don't like... The idea of like my grandma's really old and she's in a home and yes, quality I, of no the I quality know. of life Dude, pass that breaks my fucking heart because I watch my grandma go from a vibrant sarcastic woman just giving people shit 
right? Yeah, and then they're so just like, like being put it. in the home and literally just like yeah. the life getting sucked out of her, dude. Yep. So that's no sweet. So we're gonna die. Okay. High five. Should we make a pack? Yes. Thank <laughs> you, promise. 75. 70. I'll yeah, kill 75. You, you kill if we're me. still alive by 75, we're fucking going out. Let's Blazing go. glory. Let's into go. Into the dog. ground. Let's by go. the way, we're here with Chelsea. Hey. Chelsea. Chelsea. But is it Christian? Christensen. Christensen. That's what yes. I thought. But ever, I will gotta be honest. Like, you know how when you read people's last names really quickly, you're yeah. like, oh, it's Chelsea Christian. That's my that's my former married name though. I kept it because I know, it's but you go that's like so that's your like alias on the gram. Yeah, it's I feel like it's easier for people to like read and remember yeah, too. It is, so, it's catchy. CC. Yeah. Am I am I close enough? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um so literally Chelsea is the photographer to the stars. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, you are <laughs> the Vegas local so celebrity. Like, so literally <laughs> there should be a TV show. You know how there's like dancing with the stars? This should be like shooting with the, the stars. Shit I see. And if I recorded everything I see, it's a whole drama. Girl, I can only <laughs> fucking imagine. I love it. Okay, how okay, so you when did you even get started in photography? And then actually there's some guy because I brag about you all the fucking time I okay. no joke so our Uber driver last night I was like telling him all about you and he's like how did she get those gigs and I'm like you know what that's a good fucking question I know I love that everyone asked me I don't know okay it's like a weird it was just like a weird happenstance though so answering the first question I got into photography from like I've always taken photos like yeah. I've always been that girl that always had like disposable cameras and shit but and we love you for that. I didn't take. I have one on me right now. <laughs> I, um, love you. I didn't take like actual photos until I started traveling a lot, like five years ago or so. Yeah. And then um, I would travel with friends and start taking like you know the super stupid Instagram travel influencer photos where mm -hmm. they're like their back is facing you and the waterfalls there. Yes. So I was all into that shit. Wait, can I ask you one question? Yeah. Have you ever taken that photo of like your hand back reaching for the man? Absolutely. <laughs> I have. Correct. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> I better look better than most people. So it, I don't know about that. So <laughs> I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. And then I like noticed I was liking taking portraits of people. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is kind of an interesting, you know, like I wanted to make people look good and feel good about themselves. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. And so I started getting asked like a couple of like couples would ask me to shoot them. Um, a couple friends for like business photos and stuff. And I look back on those photos now and they were just trash. But like back then, it's funny to me because they were like all really happy with the pictures. Yeah. I didn't, now I look at it and I don't understand that. But um, that got me started. And then it was just a hobby for a while. And then I decided to move to Vegas because I knew it could be a side business here. Mm -hmm. I was like, there will be more opportunities here. Um, and I've always, always loved music, but I've never been musically inclined myself. Yeah. So I've never played an instrument or sang or anything. So, you know, that was a way for me to like incorporate something I am good at and something I love. And I was just daydreaming about being a music photographer. And I thought, oh, in 10 years, when I moved to Vegas three years ago, oh, in 10 years, maybe I can get to that level. Mm -hmm. And then within one year, I was shooting like the top clubs Dude, in the city. I know. It was so weird. And I think I remember you telling me, it was your first gig at Hakkasan? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I went to Omnia one night with a ton of friends. So we knew the DJ who was headlining. So we were in the DJ booth. Uh, you've been there. I've brought you there. Yes. You act a fool in there. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> Tiffany's dancing, dancing by herself. Stop, <laughs> Literally dude. by yourself. I was pretty sober that night too. I and know. I just kept dancing. I know. It was, it was a sight to behold. <laughs> so, um, 
I was sitting in there and everyone's just drinking, yeah. watching it. Cause you've seen Omnia, it's intense. Like yes. the chandelier, the lights, the cryo, everything going on. And it's a huge room. There's a lot to look at. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, how fucking rad would this be to shoot? Yeah. And then I see the photographer and I see him moving around. And I see what he's doing. I'm just watching him. He ended up being one of my best, I actually dated him, but he actually ended there up being go. one of my good friends because I contacted him after that. And I was like, hey man, I saw you at Omnia, like, I'm not trying to be a weirdo, but like, how did you get into this? It's my dream. You know, I'd love the opportunity someday to come in and shadow or shoot. I don't know how that works. Yeah. So, and he put me right place, right time, right person. He put me in touch with our boss. So, Damn. and then once I got in touch with our boss, I let him know, like, this is something I'm so passionate about that I know I'm everyone's terrible when they mm -hmm. start in music photography, but I learned somehow. It's really hard. So I just, I was like, promise me no matter how bad I am, you'll keep letting me practice and try until I'm good enough because I want this. And so he did that. So, you know, I sucked and sucked and sucked. And then once I was finally good enough to be on the schedule is Dude, when <laughs> I know I could you he's not. such good a patient human him. though. I know. But that's how you, that's how you find great talent. I think that's exactly how, because he was working with a lot of people who were like already kind of shooting for different venues and they were very flaky and stuff. You have to, you have to help someone grow mm -hmm. in order to get their trust and get their commitment and their loyalty. And that's mm -hmm. what happened. So and if you're around all the time, yeah. you're getting better and better by the day. And I mean, when I say I was dedicated, I mean, I didn't take, I didn't, say no to a single shift for the first nine months. So Holy it didn't matter. Shit, it didn't matter if it was 9 PM and they're like, Hey, sorry, can you Come shoot in. tonight? And I haven't slept in two days and I have a shoot in the morning the next day. I would still always say yes. Cause I wanted to be that person. Like I wanted it more than everyone else. That's yep. the only thing I can tell people is if you don't want it more than everyone else, they're going to find someone who wants it. I promise I do. That's yep. why I've gotten where I am. So yeah, you just have to really want it. Damn. Yeah. I didn't sleep for forever. <laughs> My Ooh, health, fuck. my health declined. <laughs> sleep. Dude, I'm terrible about getting sleep. I but my clout went up. Yeah, you're like, I'm successful, but I'm literally a zombie. I am successful, but I'm dying inside. Like, literally, it's bad. <laughs> Wait, so with little John, like you're BFS. Like we, with little John. We love John. Jonathan Mortimer Smith. Oh. If you will. My so Lord. he is such <laughs> a cool White. guy though. Like, I, first of all, I don't think people understand how successful this man is outside of just those songs you know him from yeah so like him writing he produces songs? and writes and he does everything is that crazy once you figure for that so out? much music that you have listened to and you don't realize he yeah. put his hand in there so he's a very successful man um he's a very cool man he's very sweet he's nice he's he is a businessman though for sure so the first night i shot him was the very first time i was working with my boss at Hakkasan I remember and that. I was shadowing him. Yeah. And I was, so that was the first night I've ever been in a Vegas uh, nightclub, uh -huh. mind you. So I'm shooting Lil John at one of the biggest nightclubs in the world. And I've never, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like I'm about to the shit bottle presentations coming out. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like I had no idea. I was blown away. Um, mind you, I'm not a partier. So like, I didn't know. I've yeah. never been to a, club like that so yeah, yeah I uh I remember Lil John looked over at me a few times was like 
who's this bitch? Like, <laughs> and then I ended up tagging him and he liked it and he followed me and he commented. No fucking yeah. way. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, man. So we, so then every time he would see me after that, we'd say hi, I'd go give him a hug. And then it just got to be where we were homies. We'd take tequila shots together. We'd like laugh. We, you know, it just became like a regular thing. So now it's cool because whenever I know he's in town, I can hit up him, hit him up. Like when I found out he was shooting the Raiders halftime show, I was like, yo dog, like yeah. your, your girl's going to be there. And so we went and met up for rehearsal the day before and got some like video footage and shot some photos and just had fun. So it's cool. It's stuff like that though, but you have to build trust with people like that because they're yep. around so many people. Oh, absolutely. So like he had to see, I was a consistent human. Yeah. You know, I can only imagine the shit that they have to endure so much and go through and the people that <laughs> sneak into their life and try to use them or yeah. like, do the whole thing with Drake and the like hot sauce <laughs> and his condom and the cum. You know what I mean? Like the chick tried. Didn't she try to put his cum yeah, in, she tried to in her? Yeah. And then because he put hot sauce in it. What a to destroy. Smart, what a smart man, though. Smart as fuck. What a business. But because man he right put there. hot sauce in the cum and then she put it in her, she's trying to sue him yeah, for her that. vagina being on fire. Fuck that. What a dumb bitch. Yo, pussy got what it deserves. Sure Sorry. <laughs> like, it's on fire. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, that was not your sperm yeah. to behold. He did not so, hand that to you. Dude, crazy. <laughs> but I love that. Like, yeah. I feel like anytime I see you guys together, it's like a brother sister thing. He, and you're. It's fun. He likes to mess with me. Um, because he knows I'll just laugh it off and like, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so is he one of your favorites yeah he's really fun to shoot for because he's always consistently high energy and like I know what to expect also which is comforting yeah um when you're shooting like new acts you don't know what's gonna go down you don't know how okay. they're gonna be if they're gonna be high energy if they're gonna not move also there's a lot of things that play into factor so like the type of music someone plays will determine the lighting oh. so uh, Do you have a down pat now about or no? Yeah. I mean, some nights are really hard and some are easier. Sure. So it just depends where you're at and like who it is. If it's a performer, you're going to get concert lighting. Easy day. Mm -hmm. If it's a DJ and they're playing oh, like dude. dubstep, you're probably going to get really dark and you're going to be there forever trying to take and photos. then it'll go light yeah right yeah so you just have to like find those pockets of light it's really it's like a it's like a guessing game almost but you just have to know where to be at the right moment yeah so yeah, Dude, it's fun. chain smokers. <laughs> I love them. Do you? They're fucking idiots. It's it my favorite. Like two cute guys, right? Yeah. So they're funny. Um, yes, they're wild. Uh, they do love their tequila. For do they? Sure. Dude, yes. I do tequila's my jam. They get down on that shit. Um, they're fun to shoot uh, just because the crowds are high energy too. Yeah. Everyone knows it's going to be a party, you know? What so. about Steve? Have you ever done Stevie Aoki? Yeah, I've shot him probably like six times. Dude, he seems like he's a fucking He's blast. He's a performer for sure. Like is he? he? He is really good with the crowd. That's another thing is like DJs who work the crowd. Like yeah. that's a really important thing because you're not performing. So you have to keep them... You know what I mean? Like yeah. engaged with you. Yeah. So he gets up on there. He throws t-shirts. Does he, does he, doesn't he always do the cake? He he does elsewhere. Not at the Vegas nightclubs. Sure. I'm not sure why, but uh, I've been told there was like an issue years ago. I'm not sure. But <laughs> uh, so we don't do it at our clubs. Yeah. So, but yes, he is known for like caking people. Have you ever seen his accuracy? He's like a it's, football player with dude. cake. <laughs> like right in their face. Right in their face. And it, it looks like it fucking hurts. It does. Too. No, he does not hold back. He like winds up. Like it and fucking your head back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but they're like, they're like, bro, you broke my neck, but I got I know, I'm so happy. Creamed by Steve. Yeah. 
I love this fucking shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. They're it's probably drunk anyway. I can remember. And then they're tomorrow, fucked up for sure. They're gonna wake up with whiplash and be like, I don't, this Why is my neck hurt, man? <laughs> and then they see online, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yep, dude. How I don't. Okay, so like, I will. I'm gonna be here for a week, and I already mm-hmm. know that by the end of the week, I'm gonna be like, we're good. Let's go. Yeah, it's because you're in the scene the whole time. All the time. It's different, though, for me. Like, because you aren't like partying, partying. Yeah, I'm not drinking. I'm not partying. I'm not. Also, first of all, I'm getting paid. (laughs) Second, second, it's it's also an incredibly different experience. You're in the back when you're on the in. So I can walk anywhere I need to. I can I can get in anyhow I need to like security pulls me places like, you know, so it's a different experience entirely than being a a spectator. Do you feel important as fuck? No. You don't? (laughs) No. Do you feel badass? (laughs) Not really. When you're like in the back and like taking pictures and like hanging out with little John. I think people bouncers know you and they're like, dude, that bitch (laughs) is so lucky. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess actually a lot of people do say that. Like, you have the best job ever. And I do. I I do have the best job ever. But like part of Part of keeping your job and being the best at it is never thinking you're good enough. That's so true. I'm though. dead serious. That's so true. Because I think the humble yourself. That you think that you got to the top, you're gonna be knocked fucking straight down. You have to stay humble. There's so many photographers and videographers Probably. that are douchebags in this industry, and mm. they're they have terrible attitudes, and they think they're so cool. I can see that. And people remember that mm-hmm. that's what they remember about you they don't remember how sick your video was no they remember how you treated them oh people that's the thing people remember how you make them feel yes that does yeah. not go away so i'm gonna apologize now to anyone at the club that i have shoved <laughs> over i know i've done it a lot You're like i'm sorry i'm, I'm just, just trying to do my job i'm this little munchkin but i'm strong well so you have to you can't be polite honestly when you're working because you have to be on a mission sure you have so to. so i just shots. have to get there so a lot of times people get annoyed because i'm like pushing through them and i'm not doing it to hurt you or no be but for irritated. real though we're in a club <laughs> yeah what do you expect yeah if you didn't want to be touched girls try to fight me though and i'm like bro not the time or place Young 20, <laughs> i'll listen, get you thrown I was, out <laughs> i will get you thrown out so fast i was that dumb bitch probably when i was in my young 20s after taking too many Probably was or something, too, yeah. I was like, aggressive as fuck. She touched me. Yeah. Let's go. And I, now I'm like, I feel like uh, I wasn't even adult, an adult till I was 25. So I think bro. between 21 to 25, all my drinking was a terrible mistake. I think I wasn't an adult till I was 30. Probably. <laughs> me too. No joke. I didn't know who I was till I was 30, at least. For I'm, sure. Dude, I'm fi- finally figuring out who the fuck I am at 35. I know. Isn't it weird? You're like, oh, I thought I like this, but I don't. I mean, <laughs> but it's so like, to me, I'm kind of like, well, better now than... Yeah. 70, yeah. But I'm about to jump out of a plane and kill myself. It makes life so peaceful knowing the things you don't want though. I know. I, I feel so at peace with like who I am at this point. Girl. Seriously. I was telling Tara the other day because she's she turned 30 and she was like freaking out. Love you, Tara. I know. I haven't seen her in so long. I know. And I was telling her so many good things about your 30s. And one of them is like coming into who you are and just like really fully starting to love yourself seriously i think 30 is the perfect age for women i think it's the perfect you know who you are i think it's the perfect age for relationships too because bada boom don't get me wrong there's those lucky few that find each other in their 20s or whatever and it actually does work out or like so i was married and we were really great for each other for our 20s but who we became after we turned 30 were not Mm. compatible yeah you're a different person. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. And I thought I'd be with him forever, obviously. So sure. 
things, some things you just can't control. I know. People do. Your brain really grow. physically changes. Your chemistry in your body, your chemicals, everything changes. I know. That's literally what I read about yesterday, the other day about science when it comes to our brain. Like, it, we finally hit that, like, it stops developing, yeah. right? It's like fully, de- well, it's fully developed. By Women the time develop like faster than men. Is that, do you think that's true or is it's, that, do you it's think? It's a fact. Okay, so like I women, was, women mature and develop so I know their the, brains faster. I think the brain, because you can do tests on that and maybe that has something to do with like maturity, but also I was kind of wondering too, because society is horrible about like guys versus girls type of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I always wondered if society would tell us that women mature faster so that we feel inclined to mature faster. Do you see what I'm saying? Only so maybe, guys maybe, can, yeah. Only, there was just a question there because- I feel like uh, a lot of time men, guys, boys, whatever, get away with a lot of shit for the longest time because it's like boys will be boys and like they're I really immature. I fucking hate that phrase. Right? And they're really immature. They'll and they use have, that as any excuse to be a piece of shit. Boys will be boys. Why? Go fuck yourself. And so to me, it's like when a girl's 25, she's expected of all these things. Yeah. Right? And to be like this mature woman and everything. But when a guy's 25, it's like, oh, he's not even fully grown yet. He's good. But I mean, that's why there's, I get that there's extremists, but that's why there is a f- feminist movement these days is because sure. we're fucking sick of that shit man like yeah you don't even have to be a feminist to be sick of that shit like, i know but like you know so, like, so what is feminism like sticking up for yourself i think feminism's like, sticking up woman? for fucking women I, yeah like, but to me like the problem is i feel like some people think of like feminism as like total a bad thing end of the spectrum but now like when women have like self-respect and don't put up with shit and have yeah. high standards and people are like oh you're a feminist it's like <laughs> no I'm a human no bitch I know what I'm worth I'm a human I know what I'm worth I had an ex one time tell me that he <clears throat> I owe him sex because I'm his wife because <coughs> I'm married to him would literally punch his face and then I told him you don't own me or my body and then I went you know into like explain myself and he's like you're a feminist and I was like okay okay this is what we're gonna do okay wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> divorce <laughs> it eventually happens actually yes <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like it's crazy yeah and so so what i'm curious is being 35 because we're the same age mm-hmm. and you're single well single talking I'm single. whatever yeah um how has it been for you because you know you hear differences of opinions and especially out here Ooh. in vegas yeah vegas I think, is a weird market for this first of all it's a transplant city in a sense and like it it, people really people are travel from, through here a lot people are from everywhere here however the industry i work in mm-hmm. in nightlife hospitality bars clubs that scene is its own animal so we'll talk oh. about two different things so only imagine yeah so it doesn't matter where they're from if they're in that industry they like adopt this personality and this fuckboy persona. Mm. So I'd stay far the fuck away from anyone in there. Yeah. Um, and especially like from a professional perspective, I worked way too hard to get to where I am to have anyone mess that up yeah. by shitting where I eat, right? Yes. So on top of that though, I it's really hard. I feel like the only guys <laughs> anymore that hit on me are either way older than me like way how's, older how's way older like 60s no like closer to like like 45 to 50 <laughs> okay for me that feels old no, i know it, i'm 35 no. but it feels old <laughs> well i'm gonna tell you right now the way some of them look nowadays even when i showed my mom some some they, men they ain't doing self-care some men in my 30s like even like mid 30s dude they look 45 some of them are just not taking care of themselves drink your water man dude Jesus drink your Christ. water maybe work out a little bit Ugh, so get, get some sleep <laughs> i've noticed 
the most guys that hit on me or talk to me or are interested in interested in mm. me are between 26 <laughs> yep. to 31. Yep. Same. And it scares the balls out of me <laughs> because of the maturity factor. Because 9.5 times out of 10, they don't want the same thing I want. They aren't ready for an emotionally mature, mature and responsible relationship. Richer. Because a lot of them are emotionally mature. And yeah. they don't, they don't know. Again, they don't know exactly what they want. I know what I want. I know what I want in a relationship, in a person, in, in an, in an outcome. I want to get married again. But here's the thing. You also point. know who you are. Yeah. And you have lived a lot of life and experienced so much. Some people do experience a lot of life in a shorter period of time. Yeah. And they do know what they want. I know. And whatever, but <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know I, mean? <laughs> I realized that the other day. I was like, ooh, my mental age is old. <laughs> yes. Some people are. And so that's why when you do meet some of these younger guys, yeah. you're like, you are actually very it's mature very for your age because of what they've been through. You're like, yes. it's trauma. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it does take like real life experiences with them to like dive deeper into how they respond to things. Yeah. You have to be around people to see in certain situations like traveling together um long distance do a long doing, distance road trip together, doing bro. little stuff like errand running errands mm -hmm. getting lost on the freeway all that kind of shit mm. plays a huge factor in who you end up with that's why from now from here on out my first date's gonna be running errands together do you is. see that it is i saw that so like i that's so smart literally like i was thinking one day because i was like i don't want to go on dates but if i was i was like i because I love running errands. I get so much shit accomplished and I feel so good about it. Mm -hmm. But I was like sitting there the other day and I was like watching people do it together. Like I was just watching couples. I was like, that'd be fun. Yeah. Like push on car and like just talking and chilling and whatever. I'm like, I'm going to do that from here on out because no one gets their time wasted. Yeah. And then you get to see like so many different aspects of them in it. I agree. And I think it's way less pressure all day long. There's nothing worse than like, it's like, okay. So for example, I don't, I'm sure you know this. You meet people like on the internet, on mm -hmm. Instagram or wherever, and then you have to meet them in person uh -huh. in real life for the first time. And you're just like fucking terrified, no. man. <laughs> it's so scary. I'm not. <laughs> I am because. Wait, wh why are you terrified? Because you don't know if they're going to be a serial killer? Because I've had so. No, no. I've just had so many experiences where they aren't like who they sold me to. Oh, like, well, yeah. You get you get in person. I'm very often let down. You get in person. And then this sweet human who told you nothing but you're beautiful and all that bullshit is not nice in person. Or, you know what I mean? That's just one example. But like, it's just scary because then you're like, fuck my life. I've just spent the last few months talking to you. Yes. Thinking I know what I'm about to get into. And then it's just nothing. There's nothing here. Those 25 year olds, 26, 27. They have, I feel like they have majority of their communication online. Yeah. So I feel like they're really great online. I texting and whatever else. Like it's, everything sounds great. I agree. I think it's the older generation that is you can actually catfishing have, with the communication versus in person. Correct. Yeah. It's yeah. just, so like, but the thing is, is well, even those younger, like it all depends. Like if you're so used to talking online, mm -hmm. you can sit there and you can think up what to say on this, you know, like you can conjure it up. Yeah. You can be really nice. Some people have a really hard time developing or like taking their personality in person yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah like i see it time and time again so when i actually can find a man that i can have a, a decent conversation with by the way a man well, who you, actually wants me to ask like who actually asks questions about myself yeah like when i'm sitting there feel like i'm interrogating them because they they'll answer the question and then be silent 
that's there's nothing worse. So and you're like, do you want to ask me? Someone I'm talking to something? right now. There's one person I'm talking to right now, and he does that. <sighs> and it's, it's he he no no no. When I say that, I mean he asks me questions oh, about me. Good. It's good, and it's like almost alarming for me. I'm like, wait, you really want to know? Like something about me? <laughs> this is new. <laughs> and, and but also at the same time, like sad. How sad is that? I know. Like this person is displaying some genuine interest in me, but that's really and I, rare. And it's like I don't know what to do because I'm not used to it. Yeah, you're like, what's what's your what's your motive? Why do I? Well, I'm just used to always having to be the fucking question asker and yeah. like start every topic yes it's, it's exhausting it is exhausting <laughs> and there's a whole like feminine masculine energy thing that you put yourself in the masculine energy right kind yes. of, of that take control of the conversation i don't want to be the person showing the most interest i'm going to immediately discard you that's the worst thing you could do i think people i'm gonna write you off dude i i know and i think sometimes people unknowingly do it but i also think people do it too because they're like i don't want to put myself out there that much because like i don't want to get hurt so I, like i can't really then to why that. are you even talking to someone i can't relate to that i like showing who i am up front and not letting there be this big fucking mystery they have to figure out later yeah we don't have time for this no <laughs> that's the thing no I don't have a lot of time I have a very busy schedule so if I'm gonna bother getting to know you giving you some of my time yes it's a big deal to me please and don't waste it if you even make me feel at all like you're wasting it it's over it's that's done. how it should be yeah because in all honesty I can even look back and think of how many years of my life was wasted with I know, you know every I mean? now and again I do fall into that trap where I'll keep trying to revive something that is just not working and I'm We've like all what am I that. doing here yeah dude we all have done that yeah. whether it's out of boredom or you want a reconnection or you really still like them and you're, you don't know why or there's some type of trauma bond there's or, just yeah there's just something there about them that it's good sex say, like almost like a trauma <laughs> bond oh what is good sex I don't even remember it's been so fucking long god <laughs> I was complaining since October. Like I haven't had sex since October. And I I'm like, haven't had sex since like last April, May. Oh. I know, dude. Are you masturbating like all the time? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have you gotten that rose? Have you seen that rose that no. you've seen on TikTok? It's, so there's a rose. By, I'll show you it when, when we get off here. But like, okay. when we get off. When we get off here. <laughs> but like, dude, heaven. Oh, do you love it? heaven <laughs> sold <laughs> like, yeah. yeah and sometimes i like you know go back into my pioneer lady days and just use the old finger so yeah but like every now and again you're like you know what? let's go og yeah like this <laughs> because i know myself and i can actually make it happen pretty quick can i admit something yeah this is gonna be embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> can't wait this is like every episode is something stupid okay i am like one of my top love languages is like physical touch. Yeah. I am literally, like, I think that's number two for me. Minus two. Mine's like quality time and quality physical time touch and is then right there. Yep. But like literally like percentage away. I am so touch deprived right now, dude. And I've been really taking care of my body and doing really well, trying to like take good care of it. So I've been getting massages lately. Same. And I've been I getting get them from women them. and they are turning me the fuck on. That's because they're so good with their hands. Lord have mercy. The last massage I got, you're like, am I gay? <laughs> I, I find women game? highly attractive though. So like there's no shame in that. I do too. Okay. Like I think they're sexy. We as fuck. need to, we need to circle back to that. We will here. Because right I want to talk about something that I mentioned to the guy I'm talking to. If he watches this, I'll die. They won't. I don't think you'll watch it. Yeah. It's a dude. But so 
But no, so really, hold on, really quick. So yeah. I have like my glutes have been really tight. Yeah. And so she, I was asking her like to get in there. Dude, she turned me on so much. I know. That by the time she left the room, she's like, take your time. You're my last client. And I literally got myself off <laughs> the bed. I mean, yeah. And like by, I mean, off like with, within seconds, bro. So fast. Because I was so turned on. and it, But I also was so touched deprived. And part of me was like, is this weird? I'm like, no. You know, but then not at all the same all. time, I'm like, I'm human and I'm not like, there's no shame in this. Not I was fucking natural. And like, girl, I don't, good I don't understand at what point society decided to stigmatize things like that because particularly for women, they like to. We were wild back in the Greek days. Everyone Bro. fucked everyone. So let's just be clear. There yeah. was no such thing as straight gay bi. I know. Everyone was everything. We made that up. No oh, matter what you think you're attracted to now, it has been beaten in your brain to I be agree. that way. I agree. You are a product of how you were raised and brought up and your genetics and all of that. You are not straight genetically. It doesn't fucking make any sense, kids. Yeah. Oh, I think society and the world and, and religion does a great job of putting people in boxes and making people feel shame for what they yeah. feel and what they like. Like, in all honesty, like, have I made it with girls before? Yeah. Have I actually totally. done some stuff with girls before? Yeah. I have done a threesome. I actually haven't. Yeah, I don't think I actually have gone down on I, one of my b- b- best hey, girlfriends. Oh, shit. It was me. Her. What is it? Hold on. I fall into the category. Is it Cardi B or who is it? And it's like, uh, I'm not gay, but I let a bitch eat me out. Fuck, yeah. I, I'm like relatable yeah, I <laughs> because I probably wouldn't reciprocate ever. I know. I just, again, it's all about what's was, been beaten into our brain that we're attracted to. Sure. So I'm just not attracted to women physically down there uh-huh. but like if one was really hot and i was feeling her and she wanted to do that to me i'd probably be like okay yeah i had it re- i had it done to me first never happened and i reciprocated but, it yeah and I, you, I was wondering too like am i okay at this am i doing good does it feel like you know and honestly we were all pretty drunk and yeah. like we were in college and it was all it fairly works. quick but you're, I was more so you're that fucking him. stereotype, huh? Drunk threesome in college, huh? Mm-hmm. I had to knock it all off. Right? Like <laughs> she's w- like, finally, my bucket list. Literally, <laughs> I was like, I went from nothing to everything in college. <laughs> I kid you not. Ugh. But I do find women like highly attractive, and I think they're a way better character than men, too. From what so, I recall. Okay, so the guy I'm talking to right now, he didn't. I don't think he fully understood what I was saying by this. So again, what I what I personally mean i think women are really attractive yes physically i think titties, their bodies are i think titties and ass are cool i think women's yes. faces are cool it's gorgeous when it comes to sexual anatomy i am attracted to dicks i want you so let me ask you this you, you know what i'm saying like you look I want, at a dick and you go that's pretty no but i don't but i want it in me i don't want to i don't want the vagina is what i'm saying same. if i if i am given a plate of each this is the one i'm choosing same i love so, the dick in me however one thing I I have discussed with people before is the other side of a relationship, which is the non-physical, so the emotional, the supportive, all of that. I feel pretty strongly I would get better from a woman because so yes. so that's where my issue lies is if okay, so have you ever seen that people are actually doing domestic non-intimate partnerships now? Like two women who are who are best friends that are in an emotional domestic relationship basically where they live together and it's almost like that's your partner but that's not who you like sleep with or anything but then you have someone to come home to at night who you can vent to and talk to I've never heard this but I love the it's concept. a real thing now thing. people are uh, people are realizing they're like now that I don't have to live how society has told us to yeah 
we can actually like make our own rules. And so when I say I'm emotionally attracted to women, that's what I mean by that yeah. is because I, I have yet to have a man make me feel connected the way that like, let's say my best friend Mallory does. Mm -hmm. She makes me feel so fucking seen and heard and loved. It hurts. That's all we want, man. Like I, I like I will read a text message from her and just ball because yeah. it just makes me feel so good. And, and like, you know, that's all we want. Like I want to do that for a man and I want him to do that for me. And it's Same. just such a struggle. <laughs> Same. It's so hard. I feel you. Mm. Dude, I, I'll be honest. Like I was, we were drinking last night. We went to the Burbas event here mm -hmm. and uh, I was hanging out. Uh, with some people. I was on a little bit of shrooms last night. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, girl. <laughs> fucking get it. I'm doing dry January. So I was like, mm. I can do shrooms though. <laughs> last time I did shrooms, or the only time I did shrooms, I did them um, at the Dave Matthews concert. Fucking and I was, A. Dude. But I also. It's really hard to be in public spaces on shrooms though. I drank half a bottle of vodka Jesus. before I did it. So I was fucking tripping. You were feeling that. Dude, I felt like a motherfucking alien, bro. I didn't take the right amount last night. So you, take too you much have or not the enough? too little or the too much. And so if I had taken less, I would have just had the, um, like the mental. Yes. I've and heard of the microdosing too. Microdosing basically yeah. would be if I'd taken a little less than what I took. Oh, and if I took okay. a little more than what I took, I would have had more of the visual. Oh. I was in the physical where you kind of don't want anyone to talk to you or or like be near you. Oh. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> You're out people. <laughs> but too. I was like at the point of the night where I didn't want to take more. So I was just like, just let it wear off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's so funny though. So I'm like in a room with like fucking 50 hot dudes and I'm just like in the corner like a and gremlin. You're looking good too. I was looking cute and I'm in the corner like a gremlin and my homie comes up to me just dying laughing. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm just like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. I came down so hard on mine that I got really violent. Oh God! I want. It, well, I want it to be violent. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I was with my best buddy John. The way that you were tripping, I guess. Do I'm telling you, like, came down hard, and I, there was a. We were going up to the tent city where everyone was staying at the Gorge Amphitheater because you know that like everyone camps out there. Yeah. And a guy was coming down the trail with his girlfriend. I was like, John, I'm gonna clothesline this motherfucker in the neck. And he was like, No, you will not. <laughs> I was like, John, I'm warning you. I'm going to do it. And I tried. And the guy was like, bro. And I, he was like, I'm so sorry, man. I'm like, I'm fucked up. He's like, I get it. We all are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I love that. I know. So I, like, I warned him like full on. I think the worst part about that night, which thank God I was with like my best guy friend who mm -hmm. like loves me and is so respectful. But I was in like one of those sundresses with like no bra. Yeah. And my titty just kept flopping out. Oh, and yeah. he just kept shoving he just kept it back in. Pushing him back in. Just shoving it back in. Pushing and him. I was rolling down the hill like I was a child. You know what I mean? Just like reach at people and be like, I feel like an alien. Like that was vivid <laughs> to me. And they're like, what the shit? But anyway, there was I had a conversation with a guy last night. And I was actually really surprised because it was like a veteran dude. It was PJ. Mm -hmm. At the at the party? Yeah. And him and I spoke, dude, we connected on such an amazing emotional level. Nice. Of just having like really raw vulnerable conversations about just life and like growing and just shit we've been through. And afterwards when we like walked away, cause we talked for a long time while I was like shoving face full of food mm -hmm. at like 2 AM. I was like, 2 AM is when you actually get to be yourself around people though. I know. I was I like, I love the 3 AM version of same. People. It's my favorite. And you're even like, I was even tired too and worn down. Like it was just, it was good dude. And like, it was back and forth. 
And he actually asked me questions and they gave a fuck. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? And vice I versa. Do. And afterwards I looked at him. I said, thank you. Yeah. I said, I feel seen right I now. That. And he goes, I feel seen. <laughs> and we both walked away feeling so much better. I got goosebumps right now. And I'm like, why can't I find a man like this? So did you get his number? Or? No. Well, he's with like, no, he's with like he the married? whole BRCC crew oh. and stuff like that. And I just not even interested. I was going to say, is moment. he married? Because it happens to me pretty often. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck what is What the up? fuck is with that? Why do married guys love me? Am I like your little like fantasy toy? Because I'm just not here for it. I want to be a wife, not a mistress. And I want to be a wife that doesn't have a man who has a mistress. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how does it even happen? Like, and how do you find out that they're married? Did they tell you? Yeah. I mean, oh, you at least just, they're fucking honest about you it. You just know, I know some of them, like I know them personally. Oh. Um, I would say there's over the span of the last four years, there's been four of them. Like who've like been trying hard. I wouldn't, uh, two of them definitely tried mm -hmm. hard. And then two just more like the flirtiness, flirtiness, like the, which I don't actually care about because even when you're married, you're still always going to fantasize or like have mm -hmm. an appreciation or like an interest in thinking other people are attractive. Okay? We're humans. Yeah. We think we're it's like, how you act like, on it is what matters. I agree. And whether you act on it. So Telling me you think I'm beautiful and you're married, I don't give a fuck. Sure, thank you. Because I'll probably think a man is attractive. Also, when yeah. I met, I know I did. When I was married, I, I loved my husband so much. And I would still be like, God damn, look at that guy. Yes, so, we yeah, have eyeballs. Like so, but it's the ones that really like act on it. And I'm like, what, what are you what are not you getting about that? I don't want to be that girl. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that girl. And you're married. And I'm like, not even take it like let's just not even take your wife into consideration let's say i just don't give a fuck about hurting her uh it's me i don't want to hurt actually yes. first of all i can't have casual sex mm -hmm. it doesn't work for me it never Same. has i don't attach that way um and i don't like treating sex like it's nothing because it's something to me it's important to me same so so then i do this with someone who's not in any way capable of having a relationship with me. Mm. Now I'm devaluing myself and it just makes me feel like a piece of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk away it. feeling even worse and yeah. damaged. I mean, I love that some people are all about the casual sex life. And if that's, I don't understand how they do it, if that's it. what you want, I don't care. I, I cannot relate. Part of me thinks good for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I like honestly, that you have not, the freedom to be that not way. Not sarcasm, but like good yeah, for you. No. Because I, I can't. And there are some times where I do crave sex without wanting intimacy. Without an attachment an because you're just like, man, I'm, ex I'm exhausted. I can't. Yeah. But I can't. But I can't do it. I know. I, I don't, know. I don't give in. I don't, obviously it's been <laughs> forever. Like, what the <laughs> fucking you? Do you know what I mean? Cause like, and I'll be honest too. Since October, has there been many moments I could have? Absolutely. Yeah. And, but I've sat well, I've there. I've had opportunities for sure. After that last time in October, I felt like absolute dog shit, dude. Yeah. Even the next morning when I woke up, because I can't, I can't, my body doesn't allow, allow me to sleep like at all next to him in bed. For some reason, my body's like on, like, I think, I feel like in survival mode or like. Do you like, think that's normal or do you think like with any guy when you first start dating them or do you think that's a sign? I think that's a sign. Because I could, the last guy I dated last year, I couldn't sleep at his house either. And I always figured it was because he didn't have like good, um, like shades so his room was really bright at night and I was just I like it's a sign dude because but, I slept yeah. at his house the first time and it was sh shitty and then we slept at a hotel together and it was shitty 
Yeah. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Actually, I feel like my body was right in. because we did go to a hotel on a trip and I don't think I slept well there either. Yeah. I definitely think it's my body going alarm, alarm, alarm. Like something's wrong. Yeah. You know, I want to feel like home next to someone. That's mm. what I'm saying is. And like after that, I was like, I don't want to feel like this again. Stop putting yourself in these fucking situations to just so that like, yes, I know that you like this guy and I don't even know he seems to like you enough to have sex initially like pretty sure he doesn't so stop doing it yeah you know and for me I know that I like I might feel fine but then afterwards I connect so much yeah but for him I just feel like it's turned off <sighs> right and sometimes yeah. I sit there and wonder like I don't know how that can happen sorry if my sighs are no, super loud and good for you no it's I'm like <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you could said I feel like your sigh was just like bitch I relate <laughs> okay so one thing that's funny about sighing, I'll do it very heavily. I'll go, uh-huh. and it's a big part of how I immediately release anxiety or stress. Mm. And people are like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. I was just taking care of myself. Does that make mm, sense? Yes. But people assume you're pissed or like you're, and I'm like, no, it just feels really good. Let it out, man. Let it out. Good for you. We forget to breathe, people. Oh, dude, anytime my, my therapist tell me when I feel anxiety, yeah. to do that, to actually like, <laughs> One, two, three, four, hold in. One, two, three, four. Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack your conversation and talk about breathing. No, but but it's true though, because I would sit there sometimes and be like, I would feel it come over you for a second. You're like, well, I don't notice I'm doing it until someone's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing. It just felt good. No, I know. (laughs) So it's one of those things where I totally get, but good for you. Sex. Because I'm... God, I miss it though. I love having sex. It's so fun. I know, but when you find that person yeah. that you do feel like home with, it's so that's that's what it is. So once I am in a relationship, we're gonna fuck like three times a day for wow. sure. Bring it. I am not trying to play the zodiac card, but I am a Leo. I don't know any of this stuff. And so, so I'm educate. 35, so I'm in like my hormonal peak. Girl, I am so telling- horny all the time. All I want to do is fuck. I've been telling people. I never get it. I don't think they understand that like literally once you get into your 30s, especially like mid 30s. Dude, I am the horniest I've been in like ever. I do think it does. I would say it's consistent, though, after you turn 30. So like since I turned 30, I feel like I've been this way. This person in my 20s, I had almost no sex drive. Almost like from I would say the age of 18 till about 27. I really didn't enjoy sex. Okay. And it wasn't my ex-husband's fault. I think he's good at sex. I just didn't really care about it. Oh. I don't know if it was my hormones or what. And then like once I feel like I got to that age or like I peaked maturity wise in my head, I was just like, man, I fucking love sex. (laughs) Like, I want to do this all the time. (laughs) See, dude. Okay. I've always liked sex. Yeah. And I've always been horny. But the problem is with the way I was raised in the strict Christian household. Ooh, we and can the shame. talk about this. Dude, I had so much shame revolved around sex. I had to get drunk in order to have it. I think that's part of my problem, too, is I carried that through my 20s. Yeah. Shame. That really put a damper, obviously, on things. Yeah. And then I will tell you, too, in the relationships that you're in, that made a huge difference as well. Like, we would start off really strong with sex, but then, like... Things would ha- like I would be cheated on or whatever. yeah. So like okay, and my so drive here. Yes, the honeymoon phase is normal to go away. Absolutely, but but there's you start putting work. There is absolutely a compromise between that and never having it. No, <laughs> and people need to figure that out. Yeah, real quick because <laughs> it's not marriage is not not having sex. 
that means you're not dating your partner. Absolutely. Period. period. But here's the thing too. Like you shouldn't sit there and expect it and be like, hey, we're married. So every day we're me. having sex. You still have to date. You still have to love. You still have to speak in the love languages of your partner. You like, there is still like, yes. Just, I think just, for just, me, it's dating. so easy. Come give me a hug and tell me I'm beautiful. Bro. And I'm going to want to sit on your face. Come behind me. I am me. so behind loving. Me. Come behind me. If you make me, me oh. feel loved. I am the most loving person. If Same. you make me feel like you didn't even notice I walked in the door, I will ice you the fuck out because mm. I am feeling rejected I immediately. I hate that though, but why? I know. I, I want I want to be like, I, I want you to come home and like can't wait. I know. Give me a fucking kiss, man. I know it's been a bad long day, but like, <laughs> love me. I know. <laughs> I just want your love. I know. <laughs> but everyone deserves that though. Like everyone deserves to have a, a their partner come home and be like, baby! And like come <laughs> up and see them and like just give them kiss, like a kiss attack yeah. or just jump on them really quick. That's that's the thing is like towards the end of my last relationship, it turned into the only time that he was ever physical with me, like ever physical with me or gave me any love was when he wanted to have sex. I felt used, bro. Yeah. Like the only time that he kissed me, the only time that he cuddled, the only time with anything, if it didn't end up in sex, I was shamed for it and I was made to feel like a piece of shit. Dude, fuck him. Do you know what I'm saying yeah. though? And it became so, the hard part is, is after your, that. Is this, can I ask, is that your ex-husband? Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Dude, and so for like three, four, that was hard for like dealing with it for like two and a half, three years. Yeah. Rough because I, I told him, I was like, I gotta be honest, I'm starting to feel kind of used here. Yeah. Because the only time you actually want to cuddle with me or kiss is like, you know, you just if we don't have sex right after that, you get mad at me. And yeah. then you feel... You feel like I turned you down and then you feel like there's something wrong with you. And then I feel bad and you make me feel bad for not doing it. So then I have sex with you. It is absolutely wild to me that men are not internally asking the question, why isn't she in the mood? Because it's actually really fucking simple. Mm. Have you made her feel loved at all? Have you made her feel like she's your wife or important to you? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not even hard to figure out. Here's the thing is like, they, I, I feel like sometimes they take it so personally too. They like, are, yeah. what do you mean? What do I, I got to like perform and put on acts for her to get turned on? No, you just got to love her, man. You just have to love me. How about you, you, know, <laughs> oh, how about you sit down with her yeah. and say, how are you? How was your day? And how like legit, not just like, like clockwork, like, hey, how was your day? Blah, blah, blah. But like really be like, listen, was Miranda still a bitch at work? Yeah, bitch. She was. Just, you know, and just be there for it. There's like, also Garrett no shame in like, it doesn't matter how long you've been with someone. There's no shame in still getting to know them. Like right? you can ask me just because you asked me in the first month of us dating, you can ask me in three years what what my favorite color is. I don't I care. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying like, yeah. is it so magenta? You know thing? that we all change. We do. So don't assume I'm the same person as I was when you first met me. Because yes. I know you're not. So keep, keep. Are you looking for a little midday pick me up? Well, Strike Force Energy's got you covered. Go ahead and just take their 16 ounce packet of liquid energy, whatever flavor of your choosing, put it into your water, your truly, your carbonate water, some wine. How about some vodka? How about we spice it up? And you get your full supply of caffeine, potassium, and your vitamin B. That's right. Go ahead and head over to strikeforceenergy.com. And at checkout, use code BTE for 20% off your entire order. Give them a shot, guys. They support us and help keep us on air. So you supporting them keeps us going. So keep keep 
figuring me out. Like it's that that's that's what actually keeps your relationship alive. Mm-hmm. Y- y- people are like, oh, monogamy and like staying with the same person for so long is boring. You're fucking boring. Yeah. You're fucking boring. You're not trying anymore. You're boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what happens. I was never bored in my marriage. We Good just weren't you. compatible anymore. That's all. But that happens. Yeah. Like that is like, and you know what? We're just it's, homies at the end. And that's t- and so like some people still look poor, like poorly and bad on like they look down on divorce. Yeah. And this would be like, you should have worked it out. You said till death do us part. You should go fuck yourself. Why in the world would you want to be miserable with someone for the rest of your life and just settling and just like. Also, you, I loved him too much more. to do that to him. You I wouldn't want I mean? him to be in an unhappy marriage either. I love that man. But that's what I'm saying. He's I still like, like one of my best friends. That's what I'm saying. Love at the end of the day is still doing what is right by someone, even if it's not like the easiest thing. Yeah. And if you're like, listen, I, I love knew you so I knew much. there was someone out there that could love him better than me. See, you know, that is so selfish. And that is to me, that's really true love right there. Yeah. He's. He, I mean, we still keep in contact, too. I love so that. That helps. Like we're we're homies. That's really cool. It's fun. Do you <laughs> leave him on red? A chance? <laughs> we talked about this. So, <laughs> Chelsea, please explain okay. to everyone what you told me that you do from I here. Do, I love this. So, I kind of might. I, I kind of might adopt. I leave this. my read receipts on very much on purpose. First of all, it holds me accountable to make sure I'm knowing that someone knows I read their message. Mm-hmm. I am accountable to write them back, like clients, friends, Ooh. all that. So it's like that's one thing for me. For, second, I'm a very very transparent and honest person. So I like to think that's, I guess, like part of my personality mm-hmm. is letting people know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I saw what you said. Um, so when it comes to like dating or like talking to guys, I feel like it's really hard. So like you either both need to be read receipts or you both need to be None. I 100% because it makes it hard when one of you is and one of you isn't. Um, Someone, one but it does give me a lot of power when someone says something to me and I, I don't even want to fucking reply to it and I leave them on red and it makes me, (laughs) it makes me feel like I, I put my foot down if that makes sense (laughs) in the dumbest way possible. I don't, I don't know if that's immature or not. But it it feels a little bit like I'm sending a message. No, I in yeah, itself. it does. So I <laughs> am a petty little bitch. <laughs> there was a guy that I was talking to who has read receipt time. Yeah. And I will tell you, there is something to be said about the human psyche when you like someone Knowing and you're texting them and they see it and they don't respond. And me being the overthinker that I am. And this person being an avoidant attachment, and I'm also kind of avoidant, but with him, I was anxious. Oh, I, really? Uh-huh. Mm. I got into my anxious side, and I would sit there and go, what's wrong with me? Does he not like me? What's he doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and start, mm-hmm. Do you know what I love? So the guy I'm talking to right now actually asked me what my attachment style Dude. is. Dude. And lady, I was like, what? Lady boner. How did you fucking know? Oh, my God. So- I had taken a test a while back yeah, and I couldn't really remember what I was. And then, so he sent me a test that he took and I'm a secure attachment, which made me feel good about myself. Bro. Yeah, I know. I'm I, ideal. <laughs> I actually need to take the test because I just been reading the I'll book. I'll send you the one I did. Okay. And then, um, and then I was curious. I was like, maybe it's just that one. So I took another one and I was also a secure attachment in that one. So 
I know I've healed something because the yes. first test I took like a year ago, I was uh, anxious. Yeah. Well, I know from back in the day when I read, like when I knew this stuff and when I was like, I, th I think I might have taken a test. I was hundred percent avoidant Yeah. and reading the book. I found myself to be probably more anxious and avoidant, but when they go through secure, I also hit some of those too. So I'd be curious to see when I'm on the test. I'll send you. The I definitely I still think I need work, but either way, like, <clears throat> There was times he left me on red. Yeah. And eventually I was Makes like, you, you know like what? Shit. I'm going to put my research on with you. Yeah. And I did. Well, okay. And guess what? I guess I, it makes you feel like shit depending on your relationship with them. Yeah. There are some people that can leave me on red and I could not give a fuck less. But I care. Yeah. So it made me feel like shit. Yeah. And in all honesty, I definitely played the petty card and I was like, you, I will say he didn't like the taste of his own medicine though. Oh, so he would, would he write you and be like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. So there that was, says a lot about him, doesn't it? Yeah. So he would leave me on red mm -hmm. and then, you know, or, or probably much later or whatever. But then when I did it to him, um, so I would maybe hear back from him like here and there. But th when I actually did it to him, it was boom, 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 like text, 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 like, uh huh. I will see you or what is up or like, you know. Wow. Yeah. He didn't really like it mm. that much. So I was like, listen, I'm too old to be playing this shit. We're I done. Know. I know. The minute I feel like there's even a small urge or pull to act like that was someone I said, they're not my person. Same. That's how you know. That's growth right there. If I, I ever feel like I got to play a game or like I'm I'm naturally an overanalyzer and overthinker mm -hmm. um, pretty hard. And what's funny is my best friend is the opposite. She doesn't she doesn't think into anything because she just her. leaves it as it is and Good i'm for her. i know i'm so jealous of her um and uh so she's given me some perspectives that help me get more to that yeah so yeah the minute i feel like i am overthinking or overanalyzing something with a guy i just like immediately drop that entire thought process and then I say is this important enough to bring up to them and if it's not it's not something you should worry about smart those are that's my options right now mm -hmm. either I'm enough bothered that I need to say something mm -hmm. but if it would be insane of me to say something then this is not important and don't worry about it so I, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this okay because I think to myself now there are times where I'll start talking to a man and I feel like I'm overthinking everything right yeah. like every text I want to send to my friend and be like does this sound okay and I hate, I hate no, that. Yeah. If, if you feel like you have to do that, I feel like they're not your person. I think so too for me. But here's the thing too. I tend to do it. I think sometimes to myself though, when I like a person initially, like when a guy's just a friend and he starts off being a friend, I am who I am. Yeah. And then when it turns into something else, that's cool because he already knows who I am. Yeah. But sometimes when favorite. it starts off as me being interested in him, I tend to be fucking weirdo. Yeah. Bro. I know. It's because we like have these like, oh, I better sell myself. <laughs> I know. And I don't like, I don't, I'm not like purposely thinking of that, but I think internally yeah. I'm just doing it. So for me, sometimes I'll sit there and go, which one is it? But I just think to myself, like at this point, I'm like, it is what it is because if I'm not myself, they're not see, they don't get to see me and judge me from that. Yeah. Right. So when you like fully, and if for some reason, if I say something that turns them off being me or like, they're like, Hey, this girl ain't that for me. Well, good. Matter. Because yeah. neither of us are going to be wasting but our time you anymore. You found that out early. Yep. Exactly. And that's why I, I look at it now. I think one of the best things I've, I've done for myself in the last few months is figuring is figuring out how to drop expectations. Mm. And what I mean by that is not standards or boundaries. I mean expectations because you can have standards and boundaries for yourself. Yeah. 
but you don't get to decide how other people have to treat or act or respond to anything. Mm -hmm. And those are two totally different things. And so the minute I stopped expecting anything, I, I figured this out probably like four months ago with talking to guys. I've, as soon as I stopped expecting anything, I got so much happier and See? I don't get bothered by the little stuff. Like if we're, someone were to leave me on red and things like that. And I'm like, also, I have no fucking idea what they're doing right now. I, they don't know what I'm doing either. So, right. Yeah. What are you going to do? Send yourself into an anxiety spiral? Like spiral? Because I do. In the I've past, done before. Yeah. Hell yeah. In the past. My biggest thing with expectations too is if you have expectations, you are setting yourself up for failure. For sure. And it's not fair to the other person too because you have, uh, and I say you just in general, right? But people have expectations set in their mind that they do not verbalize out loud. So therefore, if you feel let down, which most of the time you will be let down, yeah. that person has no clue what they did because they didn't know your expectations. Yeah, also, and yeah, communicated. Right, and all of a sudden it creates like issues and problems. Yeah. And that's why sometimes, sometimes women are called crazy because they will have these unspoken expectations. We built up a whole story in our head though. That we place on men. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they don't deliver because they had no clue and they, they had just no doing idea. Thing. We were like, thinking bah, that. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. And then we were like, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, what is this? And sometimes we do it to ourselves, y'all. We do. Sometimes we do. We do. Circling and back to that though, with expectations, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite though, because when I said I do get nervous, I don't know. Is that the same thing though? If I'm like meeting someone from online for the first time, I guess you can still be nervous even though if you don't have expectations, right? Absolutely. Is that okay to do? I think I think being nervous is a normal human reaction. Yeah. Well, again, only because past experiences have shown me sometimes it's just not going to be what you think it is. Yep. Yeah. I so. can see that. My thing is I'll have just like if I am to sit there, I'm always like, listen, go in with an open mind, open heart. Yeah. Uh, It's probably going to go to shit. <laughs> but <laughs> If anything, enjoy it. Just have fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, just have, just fun. have fun. Just have fun. Just have fun. That's it. My best friend told me a while back to get on Hinge. I don't do dating apps. I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do dating apps. I Out don't, here. I don't really, especially in Vegas. But yeah, I don't really want to meet anyone that way. I want, I call me old fashioned, but I, I mean, I guess that Instagram in a way now is a dating app. Oh, so 100%. I guess, I guess I do do dating. I don't know. But anyways, um, those DMs, bro, those DMs. So but I, she told me to get on Hinge because she's like, best case scenario, you meet your person. Worst case scenario, you meet some cool friends. And I didn't think about it like that. But then I was oh. like, no, I don't believe that because I feel like everyone's there to date or fuck. Mm -hmm. And the they're not one. thinking that way mm -mm. as a man. <clears throat> no. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm going to find friends on Hinge. <laughs> I don't I don't I will tell you right now I definitely do not think the caliber of people of guys being like, "You know what? She actually just be like a great girlfriend." She's a homie. Like, yeah. Bull fucking yeah, shit. No. Most of the time they're like, "If you're not down the fuck the first date, they're like, "Next." And that's another thing. So I got on Bumble back when I first moved to Vegas in 2018 and I was on Bumble for like a month. See, and I'm that was a terrible experience. You went on there being old fashioned because the girl has to be the first to talk. Yeah. On that I, one. Yeah. That was a hard one. I didn't so, like that. So um, I had a terrible experience. Like literally three different guys said that if you're not on here to fuck, what are you even on here for? So Excuse I got off me? of there. Yeah. To you? Yeah. In person? Messaging. Or? No. Like, hey, you want to come over? No. Take me on a date. You cheap motherfucker. And they're like, 
what are you fucking doing on here if you don't want to bang? Like, I'm serious. Uh, you know what? You know what? The question I asked that was my first dating day? experience in Vegas, and so I was scarred. <laughs> the question I think I asked myself on a daily is, where do men find the find this audacity? Where find the audacity? <laughs> it is a quite large amount. Yeah, literally, yeah. I'm constantly on the quest to find. Those are my favorite TikToks on I the know, quest. On the quest to boom, find boom, 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 boom. where the men get the audacity. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I will tell you though that some of these people have such big balls via the tele, like the screen. Yeah, say to my face. Screen. Say it to my face. Guarantee say it to they my want face, it. One hundred percent, all day long. They won't for you sure. I mean? They so won't for you. sure. So you want to find it the old-fashioned way? I preferably. So like going I guess. out, not out, out, but like, but okay. So old-fashioned way is it probably going to be when you're I guess like just, out Okay, about. I guess what I mean by that is I don't want to necessarily meet someone on an app that is designed for dating. No, I agree. Like if I'm eating at a if restaurant. It's on Instagram, it, that's not the same thing to me because okay. especially mine is my work Instagram. Yeah, I'm like on there too, but like it's I'm that's my photography Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if I do happen to meet someone through that, it was also through like somewhat of an organic relationship, I suppose, mm-hmm. because – they're probably either following me because they know me or because they like my photos. Yeah. So, you know. You have any like famous dudes, semi-famous, D-list celebrities try to slide in your DMs? I've had a few. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> a couple how, check marks. Yeah, blue. those blue. I don't trust check that Check marks? No, I don't trust it. You don't check trust them or the blue check marks? I don't trust the caliber of, of if someone is... Oh man. So like the same reason, like uh, if I'm around DJs, right. All the time. And I wouldn't date one. Mm. I, I've seen too much. I've seen too much. I don't like the idea of being with someone who, and I'm not saying they're not a good person or like that they all have egos. Cause that's not true, but they are all in this position where it takes an enormous amount of trust. And it's mm. not that I couldn't trust someone that much. Cause I absolutely could. I'm yeah. not, a super jealous person it's I don't ever want to put myself in a position to get to know someone who's already at that level of life Mm -hmm. I would want to meet them and know them before they have that I want to start at the bottom with them I agree you know I will say is that I've I know and heard and stuff like certain stories of people who like were in serious relationships for like a really long time before they got big and then when they got big yeah. It didn't work out between them anymore. Yeah. Or because like people the guy, change with that kind of attention. They do. And I know some guys and girls who have told me in the past that like when they've got that fame, that they purposely wanted to enjoy the yeah. fame of being hooking up with other girls. Yeah. And right. I get really sad and disappointed too when I find out that some of these people who I thought were like good, good humans. wholesome humans and then I find out they're out fucking around on their spouse or doing, and I'm just I'm like oh man like my faith in humanity is already so low you guys are just hurting my heart right now Hello. <laughs> 15 years in the military I know working around special forces spec I ops my whole life special, I don't trust special forces douchebag I don't trust like thank y'all I'll, for I'll your them. service but you're fucking insane <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah would never ever 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 date a special forces dude yeah, I mean, honestly, like I hate to generalize it, and I really do hate stereotyping because, I, and I get it. But there's a reason though, because they were trained a certain way mentally. Not even them, but even, yeah, military. Like, oh yeah, the military but in general. But yeah, I, I mean, for 15 years of my career, I, I was literally talking to my friend Angie about it today. Like, I'm being generous with this percentage too, because I think it's, or I'm being 
kind with this because I think it's actually more, but like I would say 98% of the men that I've been TDY with, like temporary duty, out of state or deployed with have cheated on their wives. Yeah. And I would say a fourth of them tried to do it with me. God. And I was like, you pieces of shit. My ex-husband was military. Um, was he? Yeah, he's, re- he's a really good dude. So I genuinely, I'm not trying to just put wool over my eyes or whatever the fucking phrase is. No, there's is. good people out there. He's a good dude. I really genuinely don't ever see him being that guy. Yeah. I think he would absolutely leave me before he'd cheat on me. But the thing is, you and I even know some military guys currently even still in that are good quality men. Yeah. I, I will Would date you veterans. I'll date veterans. I won't date active duty, period. I just still, I, I gotta be honest. And, like, and also like, okay, how fresh of a veteran are you? And mm-hmm. like, what have you done mm-hmm. to do some work on yourself? Mm-hmm. Tell me about, tell me about, are you in therapy? Tell me about, cause I know you've been in there for 10 years and you are not fucking right in the head. Sorry, boy. But like, what have you been doing to make you the best you because for so long this was your identity and it's really it takes a fucking toll on you mentally it really does dude you know what the guy i was talking to last night he's been through some shit yeah he has been through a lot of different he's a veteran mm -hmm. how long so he's been out for a while though has he worked on himself what has he worked on himself yes dude that was one thing that's my favorite though so like that's the ideal situation like a veteran who because i do really like like someone who knows what hard work and like dedication and loyalty is Mm -hmm. in that aspect. But a veteran that is (laughs) in a weird way, woke, right. That has fucking taken care of themselves. Yes. That's what I like. Like he literally has sat there as like, I have done and seen some fucked up. My life is fucked up and I need to work on me. Yeah. Like, so he was even saying too, that the, he felt he feels like out of control in certain areas of his life, which is why he's so in control of his health and fitness and all these other things. Yeah. And so control yes. what you can control. Yep. yep. And he's been in therapy. He's done like the, the shrew, like that high, whatever that like um, psychedelic therapy. Do you know what I'm talking Maybe about? Maybe ketamine. Yeah. Is it ketamine so, all therapy? That stuff. I've actually heard really good things about ketamine therapy. Yeah. And he was even telling me too that some of that shit. For depression? Didn't even like the doses that they gave him wasn't enough. The docs were like, how are you even fucking moving? And then we gave you this. And he was like, dude, I'm telling you I'm fucked up. Yeah. And they had to give him more. You know what I mean? Wild. And so, but he's done all like multiple, multiple things to work on him. Dude, he is 100%. I love psychedelic therapy. Whoa. I think it's a fucking super smart thing. I literally have I just. I want it to become the norm instead of instead of prescriptions and yes. antidepressants yes. and let's let's not just put a fucking um like band-aid Shitty on little our band-aid. wound let's go in and change it and feed be big pharma and make people like hey we're gonna fix this one issue with you yeah. and then we're gonna give you 15 more little side effects though that you're gonna have to get more medicine for and by the way you're gonna have to be living off of this like for the rest of your life you're not gonna get better you're just gonna have to keep feeding us money yeah you know what i mean instead of actually like healing them sometimes it just makes it worse which I know. is disgusting and sometimes people need to be healed from the inside out yeah with shit you know yeah. and that means mentally too <clears throat> i think at some point i'll probably do like and i i always say it wrong i feel like ayahuasca yeah um i think that's the one experience because i feel i feel very self-aware as a person um so some of my trauma responses still confuse me to where i'm like i've probably repressed something that i don't remember Mm. so that's what i want to do that for because i am really honest to myself i'm very honest to myself about who i am and my intentions and 
calling myself out on my bullshit. So when I have trauma responses and I really don't know why, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, I don't know how to figure it out other than like, I got to go deeper somewhere in there. Dude, I feel you so much. You know, I I, like I'm literally getting goosebumps right now. There's something in there that's. I can't remember or haven't seen or yeah, I don't know. When I first sat down with my therapist, he went through, okay, how is three, you know, three-year-old Tiffany, five-year-old Tiffany, like he went through all these stages in my life and there was like a whole stage where like a lot of, like a decade or two where I was like, I don't know anything. I don't remember remember. a lot of my childhood, which worries me. And I, and I don't think I had a bad childhood. So I'm like, why? But I didn't either. That's the thing. Yeah. But there are some things that I repressed and I will tell you right now, some of them have come out while working out. God. Which is one reason why I do it because it's like my therapy. Yeah, but I kid you not. I love there, that feeling. Dude, there has been times where like I have literally in the middle of a run broke down, fucking crying because I had an epiphany of like why I, I am know. the way I am and why I I'm know. fucked up. But now that I'm aware, I can fix it. But I'm in the same boat. Sometimes our brain needs fucking endorphins, dude. It's the planes, I swear, out here. Oh. Like the whole room I was room like, cracks. someone's trying to, someone's trying to come No, see, you see here, here the planes? I was about to fight. See, here's the thing. I'm so used to being around a military base that yeah. when you hear like the sonic, when you get the sonic booms, the whole building shakes. Yeah. So I think it's because we're near the planes. Yeah. They take we're off. right next to McCarran, huh? I know, yeah. which is, it's actually nice. Like, it's, unless you're trying to it's sleep. It's some white noise. <laughs> oh, so my apartment's right next to a busy road. Is it? Oh my God. I, I so I didn't. Like, yeah, you got I visited my, I have a super cute apartment. I, I didn't actually get to see my unit till the day I moved in though. So oh, shit. I didn't realize how loud the traffic would be. And now when people come over, they're like, holy shit. And I'm like, what? You're like, you're so used I'm to like, it. I don't know. It's just normal now. Well, I'll tell you this, the house I'm moving into, I saw the two like smaller ones, mm-hmm. but I didn't see the two bigger ones, like the four bedroom, three and a half bath. I only saw it via FaceTime and I'm like, Buying it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to come visit you. Your ass is going to be coming to Nashville. I cannot wait to come and visit you. And staying in my house. So excited. And like, we'll, yeah, I'll hang out. Do you like punk music? Dude, stop. <gasps> oh, sorry, I'm just, I am the original emo scene girl. Oh. I had the short black spiky hair. No, I had a not. lip ring. I had a nose ring. I was just bleh, emo in every fucking way possible age 16 to 21. So I saw every punk show that Bro. came through Salt Lake City. I met so many of those bands. I was on Yellow Cards tour bus while they were smoking weed. What? I held Burt McCracken. If you don't know who that is, the singer of the used. I held his chihuahua twice. <gasps> I met him like three times. Um, oh my God, I love that. I love that I never once was a groupie or sucked anyone's dick though. I was very innocent. I was so innocent. proud of you. I was very innocent. I was, I'd never had sex at that point. So I was scared of men. But I was so proud of you because it could have been Being so Being raised easy. in a Mormon environment, you're like, ew. <laughs> but yeah. Ew, pee-pee. Um, uh, dick. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So like I had hella punk experiences. So we have the festival coming out here. You saw, right? On the October we 22nd. Yeah, I'm ab- my birthday. I'm so fucking lutely trying my damnedest to shoot that. But here's my problem with it right now. What's I that? saw a TikTok. Oh, it's going it to be today. terrible. I know the fairgrounds. So I feel strongly they're going to need to move it to bigger fairgrounds because the one that they have right now is very small. Um, second, it's one day. I know. Packed with fucking bands. So it's going to be maybe 30 minute sets. Three Barely. stages, three stages, right? Well, they also said apparently it's gonna be like a rotating stage or something. Apparently, who's the people putting it on? It's the same people Live with Nation. Astroworld. It's Live Nation. We're getting sued right now because of Astroworld. Um, Live Nation, they do a lot of shows throughout the whole country. Do though. they? Yeah, okay. lots this and is, lots and well, lots. Well, because this is what I, so this is what I was reading. So that's why I want to like verify some of the things with you too. So people were comparing it to Warp Tour and how Warp Tour used to do, but apparently Warp Tour had like six stages. Yeah, so they need to so. 
what they really need to do is move it to bigger fairgrounds. Okay. I don't understand who chose this, especially how fast it's going to sell out. Dude. So, but tickets are 400 fucking dollars. Let dude. it. So I'll pay. Uh, my plan is buy. I'm buying VIP baby. Like, first of all, I'm too are old you? to be in every mosh pit. No. Like I'll go in the little pussy mosh pits now. So what is VIP then? Um, so you have a space where only VIP ticket holders can stand. So you don't oh. have to be in GA the whole time. And you have your own bathrooms and stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to, I don't give a shit. I'll spend that money. I mean, I probably will too. Because literally, Paramore, My Chemical so Romance. I met Haley Williams when I was 17 years old. And it was before their first album came out. And they were the opening, opening act of a show that I went and saw. Dude. So... They only played like five songs. Oh my which, god! Which um, one of the songs was? What was their very first song that was big? Um, back back button. Um, oh, I. It wasn't. Only, it was not misery business. That was their second album, I think. I was but gonna say I it have was. To. It was the very first album. Anyway, so they play, and I was so obsessed with them. And so we went to leave during the second act because we actually went to go see Paramore. We didn't when they were nobodies we didn't even I care bet. to stay for the rest of the show so we went to leave and she was outside they were outside loading their gear and so my best friend at the time and i went up to her and we were like Bleh! and we took a picture with her and she's the tiniest and sweetest human oh i heard she's tiny world. i've seen her oh yeah. my god so i was let's just let's just give you a visual reference i'm five feet tall and back then i probably weighed a hundred and five pounds and uh -huh. she was miniature next to me holy shit she was probably 90 pounds dude that's crazy she i'm trying to pull up so little how many people dude i'm trying to i'm trying to remember okay. what year that was afi the used taking back taking back sunday dude i love them i love them too i'm yeah. gonna be honest i saw them several times in the past and they're though and they're life. not that good don't life. tell me that i really hope they got their shit together dashboard confessionals jimmy eats world dashboard Levine, bright eyes i met chris i date remember I met Dashboard Chris Caraba when I was 17 years old and bawled my fucking face off to him. Dude, so senses fail. Senses fail. Seosin. Yes. Silverstein. Dude, my buddy. Starting uh, line. Literally toured with them at the beginning. I'm like, here literally, for this. dude, I. And it's on rage. my fucking birthday. When I'm going to rage. 36. Let me see who else. Let me see who else. It's like, it's so good. But my thing is, after seeing. You know, like after seeing that TikTok, everyone was like, ooh, I was gonna rush and go get tickets, but now I'm like afraid. Oh no, I'm to go still doing it. You'll be able to sell it if you if you decide not to go. But here's the thing, people were saying Hawthorne too. Hawthorne Heights, baby. Ooh, Hawthorne Heights. Armor for sleep Thursday. Thursday. Amberlin. Ooh, Amberlin. Y'all. Oh, oh, so here's a newer one though. JXDN. Do you know who that is? I don't think so. He's he's like newer punk and I like him. So he did a redo of um Olivia Rodriguez's driver's license Ooh. and it's punk. I know we weren't perfect. Okay. It's fucking good. Do you like Our Last Night? Have you heard of them? They do. I don't know if I've heard Our of them. Our Last Night's kind of like a punk rock. But they do, they do they tons like of covers. Oh, I'll, I'll check them out. But they do tons of covers of all those songs, which I love. Like they do Katy Perry's uh, fucking E.T. song and like all these other things. Ice Nine Kills cracks me up that they're coming. That's Dude, I'm so. Hilarious. So how much. Okay. So how much would VIP tickets be? How much are we I talking? I think they're closer the to 500. To That's 600? it? 600. Yeah. Somewhere around the Oh, I was expecting range. like a grand or two. No, they're just enough of a difference that the Brokey Brokes won't won't buy them $400 is a lot for a ticket girl yeah 
Um, do I mean like that if for if I know for a fact I'm gonna be in a better area with better bathrooms, I'm gonna pay a hundred or two hundred dollars more. Yeah. So point. it depends on the level of VIP you get too, though. So I'm pretty sure you could spend a grand. You know what I mean? Like, if, oh sure. Yeah. Easily. Oh well, by the time they tack on all those fucking fees yeah. when you like check out, you're like, wait, yeah, I thought my ticket was four hundred, not five twenty five. Thanks, Airbnb. <laughs> my cleaning fee is double. You fucking fucks. <laughs> we were talking about that. God earlier. damn. But that has to be fun though, because you're out here, so you get to like go to all that shit. Like you're local, yeah. And you don't have to worry about being local here is fucking rad. I think everyone's like, "Ooh, I could never live in Vegas." Well, we don't live on the fucking strip, Strip. and y'all are just tourists. You do the tourist shit. Local stuff is the tits here. Oh, dude, we have the best local life. Like, I mean, there's so much cool shit that goes on in Vegas that people don't realize, Mm -hmm. and it's just so easy to like. It's the easiest place I've ever found to meet people, network, find friends, all of that stuff. Oh, for sure. Definitely not a relationship. However, everything else. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I am kind of one of those douchebags where I'm like, I don't like, oh, like, how long do you live here? But then I like literally will part my face off for five days. I'm like, I need to leave. That's why. Because I'm not a normal human when I'm here. Yeah. I am like Tiffany. I'm I'm Tiffany 2.0. I'm also, yeah. I'm also in a weird position though where... I'm so heavily involved in that stuff that it's not exciting to me the way it is other people. I like I was, I can see that. I was laughing at myself the other night cause I was invited to Lil John's birthday dinner mm-hmm. at a restaurant. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to just stay home in my pajamas. Oh my God. I and I feel like you. other people would shit their pants hearing that. And I'm just like, it's fine. Next time. <laughs> you fucking. I stayed home. Who? I don't know. Oh my God. Who can say that they turned down little John's? He's he's my bud. He'll be cool. No, like, he but do care. you know what I'm saying though? He like, give a shit. I fucking love it. People are like, do you want to go VIP to like Steve Aoki? And you're like, eh. Mm-hmm. You know what? I kind of just. I'm like, you know what? I see Steve often. Wine, <laughs> TV show. If you had I to shoot pick him a, wait, often. If you had to pick a TV show, what is it? To watch, like to binge or something. Because I was getting a ton of them last night. I don't Ooh, I haven't so many good ones. I love there? HBO Max because I feel like every HBO Max original is so good. Do you watch Yellowstone? I've been watching Euphoria. I haven't seen Yellowstone. I want to watch okay, it. Okay, so someone literally Euphoria shit on me. Euphoria is la- like fucking porn. I love it. Someone literally shit on me last night for not having seen any Euphoria. Yeah, it's wild. And they were like, You haven't seen any? And I was like, No. They're like, You need to see it. I was wild. like, apparently I do. It's fun. Okay. Well, if it's kind of like it's porn, definitely then. not normal teenage shit. I don't know why they're trying to pass this off as high school, but okay, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think that can have like a negative effect on? I think so. Teenagers and high yeah, school kids. Yeah, but when I they also don't think high school kids should be watching Euphoria. It's full of dicks. There's no way. Lots of penis in there. Well, looks like I know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> Some Together. of it's not that good. I'm gonna be honest with you, bud. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, have you seen? The, have you seen? Uh, is it Love Sex? That show on Netflix? Is that what it is? Or yes. Sex Love Life? And yeah. the guy's dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> seen everyone saw it. So yeah. So the horse could, cock. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh man, what other shows do I love? Um. Yeah. I don't know. I really do like all the HBO Max shows, though. Yeah. I think they're good. You know what was a cute one on Netflix I watched that not that long ago? Emily in Paris. Have you seen that one? Okay. I have not seen that one. It's very PG. I saw... If you just want, like, a stupid girly shit to watch. (laughs) So, 
I saw this video. The only thing I know about Emily in Paris is this video of a guy talking about his date. He's a gay guy talking about how you want a date yeah, with a gay guy. I know who you're talking about. And he was, you know, saying like, yeah, so I went over to this guy's house and he went, wanted me to come at a certain time because his roommates didn't know he's gay yet. Yeah. So we had to be like really quiet. <laughs> the TikTok about this. Yeah. 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 yeah and, and the guy. Like, and he was fucking watching Emily in Paris. Yeah. He, the guy's <laughs> like, I'm doing my work on him. I'm literally giving him the best blow job of his life. Sucking his dick. Sucking his dick. And he's, I literally look up at him and, and he's, he's watching, watching Emily, Emily in Paris. Paris. Which apparently he turned on to like, you know, like to, to make sure the, their noises was muffled. Yeah. And but he's like all the things he was like, you don't want your roommates to know you're gay. We'll probably don't turn. They blast definitely know you're gay now. Emily and Paris. Absolutely. <laughs> they definitely know you're gay now. So that's the only thing that I know about that show. Love that. So I think it's funny. I love that show. I know. Huh. Okay. So people are probably going to, well, let's give them your Instagram. Cause you, okay, so hold on. Do you even so like it's Chelsea? Chelsea, by the way? It, yeah. There's no E on the end. Yeah. It's not Chelsea. Not Chelsea. Chelsea. So C H E L S A. And then, so my Instagram is Chelsea.Christensen. Mm-hmm. Usually the only one that pops up because there's not a lot of Chelsea's. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea.Christensen. Mm-hmm. And then, like, do you still do, because I know you used to do like couple stuff all the time, like really yeah. cute. I still do and, like lots of weddings and weddings and stuff. I just don't post them as much. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you still do them. So I have yeah. a feeling too that people are probably like, once they see your work, gonna wanna hire you. Yeah, scroll. If you want to see like lifestyle and weddings and all that, definitely like scroll down because I used to post a ton of that. Yeah. Now most of the stuff I post is Raiders. Um, oh my God. Music, that kind of stuff. I forgot about that. The Raiders. I'm one of the Raiders photographers. It's sick. <laughs> it's fun. It's so fun. I have never been into football until this last year, but it's because I'm in this position where I'm you see with every the players, aspect. I'm with the cheerleaders, I'm with the alumni, I'm with the I'm with the company employees. And it's a whole other experience being able to be part of that. And it's actually one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done. Because I don't think people understand you can talk shit all you want on football teams or whatever. The Raiders organization is nothing but heart. Like, mm. oh my God. Like it it makes me soft inside the things they do for the community the players their genuineness and kindness and just like I just love being part of it it makes me feel good about myself I'm like it feels like I'm getting paid to do charity work sometimes which I'm just like I don't know how I feel about this I should be doing like charity work like to to do it for the right reasons but like also pay me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I love it it's so fun and I get to shoot the games obviously um, I'm the entertainment person, so I don't shoot the actual players. I shoot the halftime shows, the torch lighting, all the cool stuff around Allegiant Stadium because it's such a nice stadium. Dude. So there's a I lot know, going I need on. I like, see it. Dude, when you shot Ludacris. Dude, he's so cool. Uh, he he's seems such like he a nice be. human. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, Chris, like. Uh, I shot you. Is that life his real is, name? Is Chris? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I shot you. Life is beautiful, dude. Your set was fucking sick, man. And he's like, oh, dope, dope. And he was like, are you the photographer here? I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the Raiders. I'll be shooting your show. And he's like, let's go take some portraits. And I was like, fuck yeah, buddy, let's go. So we went and took some photos, and then I, I got his his manager's information, and I gave them the pictures. And so I want everyone to know one fucking thing dude. that is incredibly important in our industry. What? Photo credit. Ooh. If you don't give photo credit, yeah. we will never forget it. Yeah. Period. I mean, if you, okay, there's two different things though. 
did you pay for these photos? Mm-hmm. Then that's up to you. It's very much considerate and we love it. But if you don't give me photo credit, you paid me. It's your photo. Sure. If I did you a favor and sent you these pictures that you didn't pay for or anything like that, and you don't give me photo credit, you're a fucking turd. Mm. I have a very strong opinion on that because I it's, mean, it's the it's the way that I have had so many clients and people find me. Dude, it's your job. It's it's how I get seen. Correct. And it's also like my fucking blood, sweat and tears, man. In all honesty, it's the least I can do. It's a small thing on your part that means the world to us. Correct. And I also think it means a lot. It says a lot about someone when they can't take the time to do that. Or like, they're like, it'll fuck up my photo. Like, oh, okay. The photo you wouldn't have without me. Sick. At least you're not putting your watermark across the damn thing either. No, I hate watermarks. I think they're tacky. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to do too, but like they at least they can just a little tag. Little tag. That's it. Tag a bitch. Love it. Yeah. So like Ludacris tagged me like all in the caption and the photo. Thank fucking which God. matters. I was hoping he would. Which matters. Caption and photo matter because what it, that does is it shows up in my tagged photos and it's easy for someone to go click on either way. Mm-hmm. I love it. Anyways, by the way, I always remember who does that. Dane Cook tagged me both ways. Ludacris tagged me both ways. Dane Cook did? I kind of heard he's a dick. No, he's so sweet. Is he? I love him. Okay. I had such a great time. Did he get a lot of work done and he looks all weird now? I don't know about that. I I don't know. I can't tell because I don't, I don't really like, I, I remember seeing him in movies when he was younger. How long ago? I think he's just getting older. How long ago did you? So I shot him last year. So he contacted me through Instagram. Uh, Dane Cook. He mm-hmm. called me. He fucking called me, and he's. I'm like shit in my pants on the phone. Like Insane. fucking. Wait, he called sweating. you. Sweating. Yeah, I was stoked. And he's like, "Dude, your work is sick. Like, I've got a show tomorrow night, so I blew off another event so I could go shoot for Dane Cook. Yeah. Because how often does he call you and, and hire you? Right. So I went and blew off a WWE event. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about wrestling. So, um, (laughs) fake wrestling. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I met him at the Chelsea and again, okay, let's talk about how important tagging is. So he hires me, he pays me and he tags me. What a great human. Wow. The Chelsea found my tag through his photos and I am now their in-house photographer. Do you see how important tagging someone is? Holy shit. It's so important for us. Holy shit. It opened up a whole new opportunity for me. Yes. Like, yeah. But that's the thing too. You will never forget that. I'll never forget it. And him. And I the love way he, that man. He is so nice too. Dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know who thinks he's a douchebag, but I, my experience was so far from that. Yeah. He's such a good dude. And again. I fucking love that. When someone takes the time to photo credit, I, I just feel strongly. It says a lot about who they are. I agree. As a person. So, yeah. So when like these like, little nobodies ask me for their photos at the clubs or whatever. And then they don't tag me. I'm like, I won't forget that. I remember. And then like the next time they ask me, I'm like, no. They're like, why? I'm like, because you didn't tag me. Yeah. Why would I take my time out of my day? Do you have any any idea how many files and how much shit I have on my computer and my hard drives? And like, it's not just like, here's your photo. It's like, let me sort through thousands and thousands of things to find you your picture. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's my rant. And L- Ludacris. How, how old is he? Do you know? Is he like 40? I don't know. But why? He, like I, I messaged him and I was like, give me that skincare skin routine. routine boy. Dude, he looks phenomenal. His the pictures face? that you posted of him. That was the clearest. Most I looked at him. And I was like, oh. face in the world. Oh my God. 
He's he's handsome. He looks like he hasn't aged a day. I know. In any, he looks wonderful. I think it's because happy people mm-hmm. look better. I agree. He's just a happy person. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's why happy people, people look young. That's when people talk about the glow up after a breakup. Yeah. It's not because the bitch just decided to finally take care of herself. Yeah, it's because she truly is happy, or he truly is happy. Yeah, like they're not miserable anymore. Yeah, depression. It makes a depression shows on your face. It's I can always tell when I'm going through depression because I look very tired mm-hmm. and I look very same weather saggy just yeah same. like just spent same yeah but even my body like I can see it in my body mm-hmm. like everything also does sag and it's just kind of everything like, eh. yeah these so boobs. I have this um by the way I have this cute little app I use what because I get in my head so much and I doubt myself a lot uh-huh um and so it's called I am. So if anyone needs affirmations throughout the day, I think it's like a couple bucks a week. You pay for it. And it sends you affirmations throughout the day. Uh-uh. So I get like one every hour. So this one that just sent it to me, it's I am grateful for the universe's support of my dreams. And it's just like random shit. And you can like set it to like whatever you want. Oh, I love that. I have it set on confidence right now where you can do like personal growth, body positivity, self-love, Ooh. heartbroken, heal, faith, like all these things. And it's super cute. But wow. yeah, anyways, so anyone who wants to feel good about themselves, get I am. It's a great app. I love that. <laughs> it's so cute. I will tell you that during some of my low moments, especially going through the divorce, I was on TikTok and I was feeling very validated in many ways because there yeah. were so many people sharing things and then there'd be a therapist on the next video yeah. like talking about because like TikTok-, TikTok is such a great space. I'm I'm just so addicted to it. I am too. Because you actually learn a lot on there. Like I've yes. learned so many things. I feel like it's the new version of the fucking encyclopedia or something yes. first of all <laughs> let me just get on my little rant here really quick i can't stand people who are like oh tiktok uh, i know i'm the, you know like cringe oh cringe like listen I shut hope- the fuck up you are literally sitting there in my dm sending me instagram reels three weeks later when and literally it's a tiktok it's a tiktok three weeks ago yeah and if you're on facebook you're seeing them a month or two later and you think it's funny and then you're sending it to me i already and it's seen just it. a funnier longer version of vine is all it is it's all it is and i think it's amazing the creative space that people have been given yeah and i think people like every day i'm on the app i'm like i love people those videos are so hard to I edit and people. splice together so like i really appreciate the the fucking work put into these or even just like cute little things or i don't know and the thing is too is i feel like people are for the most part most people are really truly themselves on there yeah they're like leaving it all on the table you'll see some of the funniest shit i love it some of the crazy self-confidence is fucking sky high on tiktok and it makes me feel good okay here's the thing instagram is like constantly performing perform 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 let me show you my best self my best life people are on dude i have so many like of just like pimple cream on my face and like my hair up with my little bandana in yeah and me doing videos because like that's all because you're accepted yeah i literally got kybella okay okay so i got kybella from my chin it's filler right or what no is no it? kybella is it eats it, like it eats away the fat oh so you start to get a double chin oh shit you know what i mean like oh, i just good, got good to know <laughs> i know oh no no Let i've me always sh- had this little like right here and that's why i wanted to get it rid bothers of. me and that's why i wanted to get rid of even when i'm lean as fuck same well, mine wasn't saying, but like I was starting to get it and I just kind of wanted to get rid of it. Um, I'm sure as I'm leaning out a little bit more too, it's yeah. helping. But my face, dude, I look like I was a fucking in a fat suit. I kid you not. I'll show you a video. But I took videos of my before of my face super mm-hmm. swollen and then I'm doing transition videos and when I look good. How long did it take for it to like? It finally just got good. How long ago was that that you did it? I want to say eight weeks ago. Holy shit. 
I'm going to tell you right now, four weeks, I was not okay with my face. Holy shit. How does it last? How long does it last? It, you literally, okay. So they told me that it, your face still, might still be swollen for up to two weeks. Mine was full. Like the lady said she's never seen someone's face swell that much before. Oh after. My God. No, but she said it's good because she said it's going to work. But because of that though, and I'm going to tell you mentally, bro, mentally it got in my head no. because I was looking in, my, in the mirror every day being like, you're not fat, Tiffany. You're not fat. You're I not hate fat. that. When Your you're like, I don't large. look like myself. I know I don't look like myself. I don't care. <laughs> Even So that's says. the thing. In De- so in December, I was out here for the NFR mm-hmm. and I legit did not feel good about myself and I was constantly critiquing my face because it still wasn't because I did some in my jaws too. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, but anyway, I can, I put my fat face online, like on TikTok and I did a quick little transition video from my buddy to one of his songs. No one said anything about my face being fat. They all were like, oh my God, you're so beautiful queen. It's all in your head. But we <laughs> but just, but we know what we look like. But, no so one's making, us, it's but like, the thing yeah. is, no one's making fun of me either and being like, oh my God. Like, I don't think even people cared and noticed because they see so much shit anyway. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah. So, I like TikTok. I think it's fun. So do I. I just, I just know we mentioned it a lot. So I just had to like say that. Yeah. Like, don't be too good for it. It's fun. You're missing out. It's super fun. Even if you just make a Gust account just to go watch videos. You should. They're fucking hilarious. As you should. People's creativity is really what I appreciate. It Same. is sky high on the app. I'm telling you right now that if you think you're funny, you think you're creative, just go on the app. Just go on the app and it will humble you. Yes, it will. I think I'm pretty funny, but like I go on there and I'm like, oh, I'm boring. Oh my God. (laughs) There's some things I'm like, this is really creative. And I go on there and I'm like, I am shit. I know. I'm nothing, but I'm going to enjoy this because this is fun. Yeah, I love it. Dude, I am so happy to have you here, to see you. Do you know how like sometimes when you see a person and you hang out for a bit, you're kind of like you I don't know. Your heart feels full again. Mm-hmm. Your cup's like overflowing. Yeah. That's how I feel. I love you. I love you too. I, wait, when was the last time we saw each other? It's been a minute. Because I, I was busy during NFR, so I didn't see any of you guys. I know. Um, We've both been busy like crazy. When I think when you came out and did a photo shoot for my business. Stop. And It hasn't been that long, has it? Yes, it has. And that's when I was... Remember, was my house getting packed by then? Not yet. You weren't getting a divorce yet. Okay. Well, like you guys were like not good. Yeah. But it was like right after that that you told me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It was like a little break. I know that there was shit I was keeping secret. He was I gone. He was gone that weekend or whatever. I don't know. Oh. He was, he was like on a trip, a yep. work trip or hmm, something. I he remember was, now. He was somewhere. He was somewhere. Motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. I met him. I met him once. You remember when you guys were out in here in Vegas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's a green beret. <laughs> That he is. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I seriously love it. And they can find you Thank at. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Ch- Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. At Chelsea.Christensen. Chelsea. Period. Yes. Yeah. Dot, dot Christensen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and if you want to hit her up, look at her shit. If anything, you can see her and little John be like BFFs. Oh my God. I love, I I love so him funny. too. But you know what? Can I just say is I have like, I, I was thinking about it. I have known you for a while. Yeah. Um, wait, hold on. 2017, like beginning of 2017 was you the first time up. I contacted you. Mm-hmm. So it was 18, 19, 20. That's f- four years. Yeah. It literally math five years. Wait, 18, yeah, 19, be, 20, 21, 20. It was the beginning, <gasps> so five years. It's almost five years. It, Holy fucking shit. Because you hit me up and you literally wrote me an email. That, was that like, means that I'll be divorced five years this year. <laughs> Sorry. You were like, do you like the taste of freedom? God damn it. You're going to love stop Black it, Rifle it, Coffee. Oh. And, and you got me so 
Uh, so lame. It, I was like, yeah, girl, I love the taste of freedom. Bro. And so that's how we, we like we became. I don't know if I even I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if I wrote that or if I like copy and pasted it from something. Whatever. No idea. Either way. Hook, line and sinker. Hook, line and sinker. You I'm got like, here's me. some fucking coffee, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up just like hanging out when I came yeah, out here. We became and friends, though. I know. And it's been great. Well, I didn't live here then. I lived in Salt Lake. then. You did. Yeah. You did live in Salt Lake. I and remember then, that. And then when I moved here and you were here on a trip. And we and then that's and when then you introduced me show. to your, our mutual friend yep. too. Yeah, Matty boy, Matty boy. Yep. But that's what I'm saying. So like, I have seen like you grow. Dude. I've seen you've seen 14 different versions of me. I've seen you in different <laughs> jobs. I've seen your like photography career grow. I am. You've so, seen me at my lowest and my highest. I'm so wild. fucking proud of you. Yeah. And I love you so much. And I to see you. where you, I got, I'm not even kidding. Like I'm gonna fucking cry. What the fuck is wrong Aww. with me? I'm on this side, my period, period. Like, to see where you. I kid you not. I can't look at you. I'll cry. To see where you're at right now in life makes me so happy so for you. Wild. When I see my friends happy, Dude. it makes me happy. Dude, it took even it took everything in me to scrape myself back up off the floor. I know, but look where and you are now. build where I am. So yeah. And you wouldn't be who you are today and where you're at if it wasn't for those moments too. Absolutely not. That shit fueled me. Yep. To be who I am. One hundred percent. I'm so weak. Hmm, I know. Don't do but, it. Don't do seriously, it. Stop crying. I know. I saw, Stop I crying. really have. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though, like this is what I love. And I will say this. You guys see me go through my shit too. Yeah. And I have gotten messages from girls that are in the shit right now. I get it. Yep. We see you. We know that you've been there before. Bro, keep going. It gets so good. Please. Life gets so good. Please. Heal yourself first though. Yes. Don't be a dumb bitch like me and think you can date someone right after your divorce. Ha! <laughs> Don't do it. I've done it. I did the same thing. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, we all did. We think we're ready and we're not. You're not. Keep healing. Take care of yourself, keep man. Keep growing. We all keep evolving as we should because we're humans. Yep. So thank you so much. I love you. For coming on. This is great. For, thanks for having me on. I know. This is, that like, went by so, so fast. What? I said that went by so fast. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, it really shit. always does. Like, so yeah. Okay, but, well, guys, until next time. Yeah. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had